Welcome to God's Church on the Move, the podcast that takes you to all the spiritual hotspots around the world where God is definitely at work. With me in the studio today are Ron and Karis Pierce. Hi, guys. Hi. 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 So, Ron, you've been traveling a lot, and uh, today you're going to give us an update on Israel. Yes, and uh, it's hard to give updates on Israel because it keeps changing. <laughs> um Every day it's something different. Yeah. So this is as of April 2023, all right? Um, The situation there is um, tense at times. Um, They just came through protests, if you remember, in the news uh, regarding the um, the Supreme Court and the structure and all that. Right. That seems to have calmed down for now. We'll wait and see what goes on in the future. Um, As far as the... um, um, Political situation outside the country uh, and the military situation. Right now, it's uh, it's questionable as to what's going to happen. There are rumors around that Hezbollah, Hamas, etc., um, Hezbollah up in Lebanon, Hamas down in the Gaza, uh, are um, threatening more attacks, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, I hear this quite often. Right now, there's nothing in regards to that, but tensions are still high. Now, the one, though, that I really want to um, sort of key in on today is that I definitely noticed in my conversations with pastors in the Arabic-speaking churches or the Messianic congregations or the leaders of some ministries that are countrywide, like the uh, uh, Bible Society, etc., every one of them talked about the growth within the body of Christ in that country. And this growth is continuing. It's not stopping. People are becoming more and more open to hearing and talking about the gospel. We are doing deliveries of scripture in various ways throughout the land. And this is in multiple languages. And we work with the Bible Society there. And uh, they're doing a great job of delivering and opening up their, um, their resources so that we can take these around and distribute them, and they're doing this distribution most of the time. And therefore, we've got these reports back of people just sopping up the Word of God and people that have never had it before and ministries that have never had it before. So we're going to continue on to take it. And one of these is a camouflage um, Bible, Hebrew Bible, for the Jewish... um, what should we say, the Jewish background new believers <laughs> in Yeshua who are coming to the Lord and want to read about the Old and New Testament combined. And so uh, many Messianic soldiers, young people, are reading that and their requests from other soldiers, mm-hmm. um, we, we'd we like to read it too, which means that we're going to our Fourth printing. Yeah. I think it's fourth printing right now of this. And, and it's only been a couple of years. That we've I was going to say, was it 2019 that we no, first— No, no, it was after that. It, was, it, it would be 2020 yeah. when I think okay. it was released. So, yeah, two or three years. And they were excited about the first release. Oh, yeah. But I think they've been shocked as to the number that have gone out. Exactly. And so this is very, very good news. And I think this is way more exciting than um, I initially— understood it to be I've grown in my in my learning of why this Bible is so incredible um, they've never had anything like it before not really because um, you can't take up to the front lines 
anything electronic, phones, etc. And so a lot of young people will just live on their phones when they're, you know, when they're sitting in a tank. Uh, they can't do that. So they're bored mm-hmm. and they want something to read. And they find out that their young, the other young people, their friends who are messianic, who have a tremendous reputation within the army, um, they are reading their Bibles and they want to read and see who this Jesus really was. And I think I reported on one of the um, previous one, ones of these uh, that we're doing that the most Googled or the most searched um, religious figure in Israel today is Jesus, hmm. Yeshua. And therefore, they're looking for answers. Who is this guy? Why are so many people following him? Why are young people leaving behind the party life, shall we say, and they're turning to the Lord? And therefore, they want information. And this is why many of the young families, the young couples, um, um, older people as well. Um, we've, I just received a ton of pictures of Holocaust survivors being taken on bus trips and they're having banquets, and they're having all of these things to love them and to share with them. And people are accepting the Lord in these situations all the time. So this is the good news that I that I heard. And I was sitting there with one Arabic pastor over lunch, and we were sitting around the table. There were a number of us, but he was the one I'm, I'm talking about. And I said, so are you seeing growth in your congregation? And he says, yes, we're out the doors. Don't know what to do with all the people coming. Mm. And these are people of Arabic speaking. I won't go into what religious group are, but you can read between the line. So um, they are Arabic speaking, and he says they're coming in, they're bringing their friends, they're bringing their relatives. And I said, this is tremendous. Is it the best, you've, most you've ever seen? Oh, absolutely. But then he stopped, and he said, but nothing, but this is nothing compared to the Messianic congregations. Oh, wow. And I said, really? Tell me more. He says, oh, we see reports and hear about what's going on. And he says, it is really exciting right now because it's not just one background that is coming to the Lord. Mm. Everybody is interested. And this is what we wanted to to spark, interest. And it's new, relatively. It's within the last, I'm going to say from what... um, and One for Israel said, this is within the last 10 years, mm-hmm. easily. I think they said eight years, but I, definitely within the last 10 years. So this is brand new, and it's growing. Congregations are growing. New congregations are popping up. It's really good. And would you say it's inspired by young people? Like, is this a rebellious? Uh, no, no. It, let's find Jesus to spite our parents kind I, I of think thing? It's, I think it's, no, I, no. I think <laughs> it's probably a more of... We're tired and we're scared. Mm-hmm. We're tired of the same old answers and not seeing anything vital and real mm-hmm. spiritually. And we're scared of where this world's going. And we don't know what life after death really amounts to. And therefore, when they see the happiness and the joy and the peace on the faces and the hearts of the Messianic young people, yes. I think when you add on to this the Isaiah 53 factor, it becomes a little more rebellious. In other words, Isaiah 53 is the Old Testament picture of what the Messiah will look like. And it is forbidden to be read in the synagogues of Israel. You are not supposed to read that chapter because it's so obviously Jesus, Yeshua. And therefore, um, people do that. So if you're told by the spiritual leaders Mm -hmm. not to read this because there's something in there that is wrong and dangerous, well, most young people, just by nature, want to read it. Right. So I think 
it's not it's not rebelling against parents, but it's rebelling against somebody telling me I can't read something. That goes on to the peace that they're seeing within the hearts of the other young people and what they're now reading in the New Testament and all of these things all coming together and the fear of the, what's going on in the world. I was going to say, living in an environment where you're constantly under such stress of not knowing, are our bombs going to drop? Are, you know, what what's going to happen next? Oh. Just living with that looming, yep. they want some hope and some peace. Exactly. Well, in the one congregation, Arabic-speaking church that we have up in the north, sort of by Nazareth area, um, good friends with them. And I'm sitting in their front room. And I said, so the people are becoming eager to hear? Yes, yes, yes. Especially after the bomb fell. And I, and I said, what bomb? Oh, he said, the one that fell in the backyard of our church. In other words, it was a missile from Lebanon, got through, landed there. And this is in a village setting, rather large. And a couple fell. Well, when that bomb fell, it's sort of like, uh-oh, we're close to death. In other words, fear came in into the equation. And it didn't hurt anything. The bomb miraculously— I was going to say, does it explode? I, oh, yeah. Is that a dumb question? No, but, no, it okay. exploded. It blew up, but not were okay. n- near anybody or damaging anything, but it was right in the backyard. Hmm. So all so the— So a bomb might inspire some— Well, yeah, <laughs> sure. Inspire me if when, I was not a believer. the bomb fell in our yeah, backyard. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and he was saying, the pastor was saying, he says, all the emergency vehicles came, there were ambulances, there was everything. They all hmm. came to the church. And, and the pastor goes, I said, Relax, it's okay. Jesus protected us. It's okay, it's okay. <laughs> and he's waving them off, basically. Well, all the neighbors watched this, mm-hmm. and um, they weren't afraid. Now, they were probably shocked at the moment there was sort right. of like, oh, bomb fell. You know, it wasn't, yeah. they're not perfect when this comes to that. But at the same time, they didn't panic. Right. Because they knew their eternal destiny, and they knew the fact that, that Jesus was the one that would take care of them, right. either on this earth or taking them to a new place in heaven. And there's also the um, the internet that is with these videos that you talked about. I mean, that is so widespread, and there's something very powerful about a well-done video. And it is impacting and reaching so many people. And I see that probably like a wave after wave of people watching that and then spreading it. And It's, it's millions now. Yeah. And, it's and, quite and, the video. Oh, yeah. And they're talking about it, and they're replaying it. And they're playing it for friends. And then they're probably, you know what's the best thing? They're probably arguing about it. Mm-hmm. That is the best thing for it's young people thing. to do is to yeah. argue with somebody else saying, You're, you don't believe it? Well, this is what it says in the Bible. And they're not even believers yet, mm-hmm. but they say this is Jesus. Read Isaiah 53. So all of a sudden, even somebody that's not saved is defending the messianic position mm-hmm. and the gospel. Oh, that's that's gold. <laughs> that's that, 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 oh, man, oh man, you couldn't ask for anything better. And now the older generation and the um, people that are coming, shall we say, the second generation and third generation off the Holocaust survivors, and you've got that group, there's probably resistance among some of the... The older? The, yeah, people that weren't Holocaust survivors or even related, and they're probably in their 50s to 70s who are maybe economically blessed, mm-hmm. they probably are as hard as ever, Right. to be honest with you. I was going to ask if there are Holocaust survivors that are accepting the Lord. Because, oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes, definitely. Because I know that Absolutely. we've been supporting the, the oh. trip that they take. And... Oh, no. I get reports regularly oh, okay. about the meetings, the numbers that are coming. They've got, they've, they bless them. 
mm-hmm. um, not just with food and um, attention, but they are helping them with eyeglasses. They're helping them with various things. Now, remember, they are very elderly now. Mm-hmm. And, and in a lot in poverty, they come from other Yes. Okay. When they've right. come from Russia primarily or Europe, right. when they've come in, um, they've come in poor. Uh, they're honored, but they're not they're not they're taken care of. Right. But but it's very, very basic. And there's a lot of poverty and a lot of hunger. And that's where we can step in and love. And um our friends over there in the Messianic congregations have got this under control. Hmm. So do, it's very uh, good. there must be a lot of um people volunteering to do all this work in these oh, congregations. Yes. Oh yes. Because we do the hot meals as well. And yeah. oh no. They're yeah. they're 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 wor- Warming up, shall we say, to the idea that when you become a believer, you are saved for eternity. We found the Messiah. Now let's tell everyone and let's love everyone. Hmm. So therefore, the love of Christ starts to emanate from new believers and they start to work. They have a clear mission. Oh, clear mission. Right. And, and, they, they, and it's labor. It's not just, well, thank you. I, I accepted the Lord. Now I'm going to go hibernate mm-hmm. in my house. That doesn't happen. It, and and honestly, Joy, it doesn't happen anywhere in the world, except <laughs> maybe in the Western right. situation. And I'm not going to belabor this, but at the same time, in these countries around the world, you see a, a definite difference, whether it's Asia or Ethiopia or Europe or various areas. When they accept the Lord, um, they they get they get gospel feed on them. And what that means is that they take the gospel, they walk, they will labor in going and tell others. So it's not quiet, and they also have a change of heart whereby they see ways to love other people. That is one of the fruits of the Spirit um, mm. that really needs to be developed more here in the West. Absolutely. We, we don't see that very often. We, we, we see it periodically, and some mm-hmm. churches really are strong in that, and it's very, very good. Um, others are weak, mm-hmm. and that's just a, an observation. So, and gospel feet. Did you just coin that, or yeah. is that? You, yeah, you, I, you I can like quote it. Me. You can quote. <laughs> uh, it's 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 the idea that God the gospel changes it changes the feet of people. Mm-hmm. They become active. Right. It's good. Yeah. I think also they they know what they've been saved from. Yes. And they want to share that with their friends and their family, and they see the urgency in it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's and and Nancy Eric, that's my wife Nancy. She's not here. Uh, and care, um, and care. Um, it's contagious. Mm-hmm. So once you've got one person or a group of people really active in ministering, love, delivering food, um, preaching the gospel, etc., and they're in your in your church or in your group, it becomes contagious. Sort of like, well, I want to get involved in doing this too. Mm-hmm. This looks like fun, and then it grows and grows and grows. It's the opposite. If you've got nobody that wants to do it, it's hard to get it started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay? But once you get it going and it grows to a certain critical mass, it's good. In all these operations around the world, all of our partners in all the countries practice loving. Mm-hmm. And it's part of the uh, budget, shall we say, <laughs> for them. And you say that we work with the Bible Society in Israel. Are they noticing a big ask increase yes, for scriptures? Absolutely. Okay. Every time I meet with uh, Victor, he talks about the fact that they're getting requests all the time now. If this is sort of like, this is what we were praying for. Mm-hmm. And he says, we didn't have a lot of this. Some, 
but not much. Now it's off scale. Yeah, in the last five years, it's definitely been increasing oh, yes. bit by bit. And they're driving up, pastors are driving up with hatchback, uh, crossover, whatever those things are where the back comes up. And they're loading in boxes and boxes and boxes. And we just, Karis and I just keep getting these <laughs> WhatsApp pictures at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> they always the, come in the middle of the night. All it was at the middle of the night. Waking us up sort of like, and then I roll over and open it up. Oh, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> then I can't get back to sleep. A car with yeah. Bibles in the oh, back. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it, it's not one. And then they give their thank you. And they'll, they'll, they can, they are on camera and they'll say thank you to the people who supplied these. We've never had these before. These will be used so well mm. with the young people and the children of, of the Messianic believers and all the people that are wondering what the gospel is all about. So the variety is there in all the languages. And so I pass that same thank you on to all you folks at home that are listening to this. Um, thank you. Because... The Word of God changes, and all the support that we're giving changes lives for eternity. Okay, well, thank you, Ron. And Karis. <laughs>